So I'm Jazz. This is Ken. For those of y'all that don't know, we are married. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to plot, pray. You have to plot and pray. You just can't pray. Remember, God helps those who help themselves. Mm-hmm. We love Ken, but <laughs> we need to go back to work. We, we as friends. <laughs> you need to find something to do. Yo, yo, Ken had to put on his glasses to record a podcast, y'all. Hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> how, y'all, y'all good? Because I'm catching strays. Can we catch I've been catching strays all day, all and weekend. I don't know what I did. Uh, you looked at me funny. I mean, I, I put my glasses on so I can see you in 4K. Well, you ain't got to see me in 4K. I look good in standard, in standard definition. I look good in standard definition and seven, was that 780p or whatever? <laughs> 1080p. I look good in all those things. Not, not the radio waves. <laughs> oh my goodness! So y'all, we this is like a random episode. There's really no theme because we needed something to do until the race started, and I was just like, let's just record our podcast now. We do have, we do have. It is race day. It is race day. It, it is, is race day. They are in Saudi Arabia. Um, so I probably spend probably 10 minutes talking about the race, maybe 10 minutes max, and then talk about Friday. No, let's talk about Friday night first. Sure. Go and ahead. The randomness that happened Friday. <laughs> so Ken, Narissa, and I were like, "Let's go out." We went to dinner Friday, and then Ken's like, "Let's go to this place called Open." What's it called? Open Bottle. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I'm in Huntsville for the weekend, and so we're like, yeah, let's go to this place called Open Bottle. We get there, we see this really nice black couple. We like her sweatshirt. It's an Alabama sweatshirt. And I go, where'd you get it from? And it turned into like hours, Four hours later of conversation. <laughs> um, real nice. They even bought us drinks. Um, we learned a lot about, you know, their life. Um, we met their daughter on FaceTime. A real sweet girl. This and, is how you know you're an adult. Yes. And so she pretty much was asking us about the black experience at UAB versus an HBCU. Because her daughter got full rides, which is a great accomplishment to a couple of HBCUs. And a bunch, she got, she had a bunch of opportunities yes. for school. And she wants to go to med school in the future. Mm-hmm. And I was just, we were just telling her that, you know, with UAB, we did not miss out on the black experience. No. Nah. And even Ken being a UA grad was like, dang, like he can, from outside looking in, he really thought like UAB, it was an HBCU. You were, the way y'all like, y'all, you would think it was like that from the outside looking in. Yeah, because I mean, we have our own Black Alumni Weekend, like, and it's we, a big, de- <laughs> it is a big deal. It is a big deal. Like, people come back to Birmingham <laughs> that have moved away from yeah. like the West Coast to like DC to the they they come down for yeah. the weekend. And Birmingham itself, like, is a black ass city. It is, and so we always like I don't because I grew up around HBCUs. My mm. mom is a Spelman grad. My dad went to Alabama State. My sister yeah. went to Xavier. My aunt, uncle went to Tuskegee. My cousin went to Tuskegee. Same. I have un- uncles went to Stillman, Alabama A and M, so it just never really Xavier. Like, I, like I never really felt like I missed out on that experience before, just because I grew up around it. Mm-hmm. So going to UAB, I didn't feel like I missed out on it because even though we were a PWI, we felt like we were in class with other white people. We we're like, oh, they're here with us. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's really how we made it seem. Like, we always, always sat together in class. I think we gave Birmingham some good PR. We did. I mean, it's doing its own job right now, especially yeah. being with the, final, what, not even Final Four, March Madness. Yeah. 
is there a round two or whatever of, of I think yeah the first two rounds yeah. uh sweet 16 i think they said they're going to nashville mm-hmm. and so i i mean birmingham's been getting a good getting some good reps mm-hmm. this, over, over the past weekend kind of happy i'm not home this weekend in birmingham because it's a lot of traffic <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of things happening unlike atlanta traffic birmingham don't move like if it's like because people don't know where they're going oh god man they, so mm. it's like people aren't used to it so i'm like you know what i'm i'm not even gonna be here i'm so i'm gonna i just seen so many people leave the interstate from like that far left lane yeah it's like you just it was like oh this is my exit what lane am i in oh yeah, it's just, I just don't have time to deal with the traffic. So I'm just like, I was coming to Huntsville. Nobody's like here this weekend. The only time Huntsville's jumping is Alabama A&M's homecoming. And don't lie. As much well, as I mean, I haven't really been up, up here for that. Yeah, like, it's the only time that Huntsville be jumping is during A&M's homecoming. But no, but we definitely, I think we gave UAB a good, like. Yeah, yeah. A good, a, a good rep. A good, we did a good PR campaign for it. Yes. Because I just feel, and then also, but her being in state, God forbid, God forbid something happens to that scholarship, it's still very affordable to go to UAB. Yeah. And one thing I love about UAB and the freshman dorms, I had I had my own shower. I didn't have to share a whole floor. Yeah. I didn't have to share a, sh- a shower with a floor. I had to walk down the hall. Yeah, I had to do that. I was right there. Okay. I shared a bathroom with one other person. Mm. It was great. Um, I also controlled my own heat, own heat and air. That was awesome. Damn, I forgot about all. Yeah, nah, we was messed up. Mm-mm. I don't know when my dorm was built, but that thing had a bomb shelter in it. It was old. No, no, no. All the dorms are UAB. Even the older dorms are UAB. Mm-mm. You can control your own heat and air. No, nope. which we, I appreciate it. Uh, all he could do was turn it off and just adjust how much air, how much of it came out. Oh no, there no, was no. no hey, I want air. Hey, I want cold. Like it no. had to be above like a certain temperature. No. So in the springtime, you know, when it's like hot, hot and cold. It's just heat. So them days it is hot outside, and it's like, hey, my boy, we need some AC. And it's like, no, nah, it's got to be above uh, mm-hmm. 80 degrees for three days in a row. It's like 80, 83, <laughs> 54. It's like, damn, dude. Don't let it be March. Cause yes. Because like, right now, well, it was like 70 degrees last week, and yeah. now we're below freezing Bro, today. It was, it's 30-something today. It's going to be like that the whole week. It's going to be like below freezing. It's going to be cold this whole entire week. It's and crazy. Th- and in the 70s, later on. Yeah, and this is why I stay in the house. Cause this is how you, this this is how you get sick. And the wind is blowing. Yeah, no. This wind is disrespectful. Now I feel bad because like so we're still, still working on getting so we got the roof repaired. Now mm-hmm. stage phase two is redoing the the chimney like the the pretty much the thing that sits on top of it the cover yeah, the, the cover cha- the, uh, the, chase. the rain cap and the, the chase, chase and the all cap. that stuff, which is expensive to get fixed by the way guys. I'm telling you, I'm getting all this done. <laughs> While I have it, while I have, I'm not saying I have the money, I have the credit. I could do stuff on the inside. I'm not, while I'm, I have, I'm not getting on no damn roof. <laughs> while I have the available credit <laughs> to me, I'm getting it done. So, um, so yeah, so we're getting that done. And so I just feel bad because it's going to be cold as shit when they go up there to fix that stuff. And you know, things are, it's harder to get things done in the cold than it is when it's hot outside. You know what I mean? Well, it'll be all right because uh, stuff get built all times of the year, as long as it ain't wet. Yeah, I agree. It's crazy to me. I was just like, oh, it's so cold. But the house stuff is uh, it's coming is wrapping, along. It's wrapping up nicely. We hope it's wrapping up nicely. I'm not going to jinx myself. I'm putting it out there in the air. I mean, it, things happen. You adjust accordingly. But it's it's looking favorable. I'll say that. Things are all the money I'm putting like outside the house, which you need, you know, because keep your house dry on the inside. I really want to put into like our bathrooms and get those redone. Like yeah. at least get a new vanity in our 
in our master bathroom because I hate so like our master bathroom is like the vanity is long enough for two sinks but yeah, it's but it, one sink and then like it was just built in that table. time period <laughs> back when people had like TVs and phones in the bathroom yeah like there's a cable outlet the, in yes, our bathroom a, yeah I was like man because my just parents house has a there cable was a outlet stu- there used to be a they used to sit down yeah in there yeah, and get ready. Yeah, because remember that stool? That, uh, mm-hmm. It wasn't a stool. It was a. It's like an old like, it's ottoman. Like a bench. Yeah, that was in there. And I threw that thing out because it looked like it had spirits. <laughs> like it was attached to spirits. Hell no. But no, but I am. Um, oh, yeah, so we're getting that. Also, people, when you buy a house, they should really like. like there should be a class on before you buy a house. What to expect? There probably is. We after just, your first year of buying your home. Because after the is. first year, things start breaking down even if it's a new build things will start breaking down on you after the first year of you buying your home yeah because even when i had my condo after the first year shit just started happening and it just kept happening and kept happening i mean that's the only guarantee in life. only thing that's gonna happen in life is some shit yeah i mean and i'm tired of it <laughs> let me tell you something my guaranteed anxiety, in life is some shit my anxiety has been on 10 me and Ken have talked about this, and I've talked to y'all about my anxiety as well. Most likely, I will have to go back to see a therapist about this and techniques and stuff. Because as y'all know, Ken and I don't live together right now. I mean, we live together, but we don't live together. We only live together full-time right now. And, like, the one thing that I realized that calmed my anxiety down, which is, like, being a, a, being around him and, like, him touching me. Like, my love language is, like, a back rub or you rubbing my shoulder or you, like, just being, like, woo-woo-woo or whatever. Oh, woo, woo, woo. and so i didn't have that so it's just me and my thoughts at home and i'm just going through the motions of like every terrible scenario that could happen in life and i literally like I'm why the hell are you running through the I worst thing that could happen like, your purpose it's like you're purposely upset every yourself. time though every time the wind blew i was like oh my god my roof's been a cave in holy shit like their wasps are gonna grow a massive nest in my attic i need to get the exterminator out here because i saw I why would the wasp be in the wind well, I saw a that would wasp. be a terrible scenario. I saw the wasps in the attic. I saw one wasp in the attic. Obviously, they're not there now because it's so cold. Bring, trying to bring some, bib- some biblical time shit. And I was just like, oh, my God, a wasp is going to build a huge-ass nest, which is going to cause one of the beams to break, and then my roof's going to cave in, and oh, my God, and da-da-da. Yeah, y'all, like, gosh. You thought all this was going to happen in, like, an hour. <laughs> yes. That's why I was like, I need to get the house treated for bugs. I need to get this and that. I need to make sure the house is stable. And I was just like, shit, I just want to sell the house and live on an island somewhere. But then I got to think about island life and hurricanes and this, that, and the other. And I was like, an internet. The internet is important. I went through all this. This is why I don't think I can live by myself. I'm not good living by myself. The I used to be I used to important. be okay living by myself when I was younger and was carefree. Now that I'm older and I got responsibilities, I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. 20-something-year-old Jasmine would have never had these thoughts of 30-something-year-old Jasmine. See, I thought it would have been backwards. No, uh-uh. The 20-something-year-old Jasmine was like, mm, I just called my parents. <laughs> I just called and done Carl. They'll help me. They got me. 30-something-year-old Jasmine's like, bitch, you was 30-something, almost 40. Well, not almost 40. I'd Say it again. Almost 40. Say it again. You're closer to 40 than I am. We the same age. No, but you'll be 35 before me. We the same age. I don't care. You're 35 before me. You're closer to 40 than me. I, I've never said that. But anywho... I'm like, you, you, you like you almost 40. you almost forty. You can't be calling your parents with stuff. You need to you need to stand up and put on your big girl panties and do what you need to get done. So, 
But there, but I, if I need to, I will call Linda and Carl at my big ass age of thirty four. Told you, <laughs> only thing guaranteed in life is some shit. Uh, but I, I guess I can say I'm lucky to still be able to call my parents if I need to in my thirties. Oh yeah, I don't want to because I feel like a not feel like I failed, but I feel like I couldn't do it. No, I mean it's 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 really a matter of controlling your reaction to stuff. Yeah, and I'm 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 working on that because my reaction to stuff is like. Oh my God, we're all gonna die. Like honestly, like the other day, I saw a report about like UFOs potentially being in the sky. I'm like, why am I paying all this money to get my house fixed if we're just gonna have an invasion of aliens? It's gonna turn into the goddamn Avengers, and we're just gonna be out here. But I, then I was like, I live in fucking Birmingham. I'm not gonna attack Birmingham. If anything, they'll attack Huntsville because of the rockets. The funny thing is, people assume something that can go through like galactic space. <laughs> we got some shit that's gonna hold them off. We don't. That's what I'm saying. And that's the interesting thing. And people are freaking out about it. It's like, if what if they're here? They've been here. What if they've been here? And they and they probably ready to leave. And what you gonna do? None. Your little your, your little AK ain't gonna do shit. That's like throwing a that's like throwing a rocket. At, you know what I'm saying? A little AK ain't gonna do shit. But I think about those things are like alien invasions and shit. And I promise y'all, I am not high. I am so sober having this conversation about alien invasions. Oh. And like, I think about these things though. Cause I be home by myself. I'm gonna be like, hmm. Cause I go down a whole like YouTube rabbit hole about aliens and conspiracy theories, how they've been here. And see this, and this how January 6th happened. <laughs> and then see this how Jan, this how dude, Old buddy ended up at the pizza parlor. Uh, <laughs> was he in Philly? Yeah, I think Philly. But no, I. Uh, oh, cause folks, they, they just got too much times on their hands. I ain't got that much time, but you work from home. You find something to do to occupy yourself while you're while you're while you're working. I can't work in silence. Like I need I need noise. I need be I need music. I need something. I mean, I know that, but alien conspiracy wouldn't have been in my. Uh, no, but it like happened down a hey, rabbit hole. It happened down a rabbit Click. hole because like I was watching a news report about unidentified objects in the sky, mm-hmm. and it turned into aliens have been here. They've been here. There's there is evidence of alien life form, which if you if you think I've never thought we were the only ones here, Mm-mm. like in the universe. Mm-mm. So yeah, but no. If you think about how vast it is, like we only know so little, mm-hmm. and us in com- this, how we think about ourselves in size comparison, it's it's like we're a damn amoeba. Somebody said that if we, if once aliens, somebody said on Twitter that people have a hard time accepting aliens being real because then it'll put their religion in question. I think, ooh, man. <laughs> Nah, I well, I'm not disagree with you. What yeah. you're saying, but what I was finna respond, I got hit with a lot of shit all at once. So <laughs> let me collect my thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I saw it on Twitter. And I was like, okay, I can see that. I, think, I can see that, but I mean, it wouldn't question my religion because I just feel like you know, if God created the universe, He doesn't even create us. I mean, people have put a lot of things in their life. I feel like a lot of like checks and balances to keep them mm-hmm. sane. Like, sane. And to keep them from going insane, really with like the realities of like real life, real life, yeah. And there's hey, some people got to function within the realms, and there's some people that don't. They just some people accept shit for what it is, and some people just can't process it, and they have to put it in a way for them. They have to put it in a way that's palatable for them. You know what, though, speaking of being palatable and dealing with life, 
I feel like that's what's happening in certain states right now. They can't accept change and accept how things are going. And they want to keep things the old way or go back to the old way. So now we're getting all these like weird ass laws being put in being put into place. What you mean? Like all these new bills and stuff. Like Florida is oh. going to hell in a handbasket. Okay. Like I don't know what the fuck is happening in it's Florida. It's interesting which to is watch. So weird because it's I interesting just, to watch. Out of all the states, I just didn't. Spe- it's out of Florida just because the demographic. I mean, if you think about it, you got all these people flocking to this very warm mm-hmm. weather place, and then you're looking at like how it's changing. It's like you got some people that's. I'm curious about the people that's from there versus the people that move implant there. Because yeah. a lot of people that implant there are like from I don't want to say quote unquote liberal states, but liberal areas no you got all kind of people there you got people old people that's like hey they joints are certain so they're trying to stay mm-hmm. somewhere warm uh you got other people that's trying to move to areas you got snowbirds and you got people that's like i guess trying to move down here because it's cheaper and so it's Florida ain't it's interesting it's interesting to watch it's crazy so i'm just like damn i can never go back to disney world now or universal i want to take can of tampa to go to bush gardens you've never been but I can't support that. I cannot support that government right now. It is interesting to see. Like, Florida is literally, like, going to turn into, like, I feel like this is how it starts. Like, it's like little Hitler down there. I'm curious it's as to whether or not. Germany in Florida. That's what it's turning into. What it doesn't, it doesn't seem genuine because it definitely seems like they're being dictated to versus yeah, like it, these it seems, are the things that they've selected. It seems like they're making, he's ma- like Governor DeSantis, not even DeSantis. I'm calling that man Governor DeSantis because he's Satan on the inside. I feel like he's doing this all for show, political, political theater and political show. And he's fucking with people's lives because he wants to show like, I can be the next president. I don't want a president who has, who thinks like this. I don't want. That's the thing that frustrates me about people. People just be doing shit just to be doing shit. It's not even like a, it's like, Hey, what's this for? I'm bored. Yeah. Like, and I'm just like, bro, go find yourself constructive. Like Tennessee, they banned drag shows. Drag shows weren't hurting children. What? If anything, you need to be looking after your uncle, your grandpa, the teacher, the coach. Them yeah. niggas hurting kids. The youth pastor. The youth pastor. The priest. Yo. I'm just saying. I, the, a drag queen is the last person I would have on my list to hurt my child. Mm. Just saying. People are fucking weird. Weird. In South Carolina, there's now, there's, there's now a bill getting ready to pass. I don't know if it will pass. I hope it doesn't. Probably will, though, because South Carolina, a woman has a miscarriage. Or or has an abortion, which they will label a miscarriage as an abortion. They're seeking to her to get the death penalty. How does that benefit anything? How does that benefit any fucking thing? How does and it's another thing. It's twenty twenty three, and I've talked about this several times. Are these people like purposely trying to kill their own base? I'm just like, dude. Like, I went to a Catholic high school. Do you know there were a lot of pregnant girls in my high school? Oh, and they stay pregnant in high school. They stay pregnant at my high school. I <laughs> thought there would be acts of leave, but no. They'll just be walking around, bellies and all. That's and great. I'm just like, <laughs> because we didn't teach safe sex. Teach the, prom, abs- the, prom, the prom talk was, it was always around prom, and it was abstinence. Now, we got it in health class, which was, you were a freshman. You talked about condoms or whatever, and you watched the birthing video. That's it. And I think they barely touched on that because the PE, because the PE, our, our health teacher was football coach. So yeah, no, they be having coaches be teaching so the most random, random shit from health to social studies. studies. Uh, they might teach math, math, math. yes, because our basketball coaches taught math. When I say coaches, the assistant coach, the head coach, the, he also the assistant coach, also the JV coach. So yeah, he taught all the math people taught taught math. Did, all the basketball people taught math. Did they ever teach? They never taught English. 
none no 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 our track coach taught english okay but then he got fired because he was drinking while driving the students Jesus. he also had a slightly pedophilia he also was a slight pedophile and that might have been why he's fired and um because he always commented on, on our skirts and stuff and skorts oh yeah he's uh that dude was weird he, he told he told he told one of my fresh freshman year told one of my classmates um so and so you need to you need to pull your uh, skirt down it's tempting me Sir, you are a grown man. That man should have been fired right there. Yeah, he had a whole bunch of issues, a lot of issues. And then, yeah, so like our football coaches taught econ, government, social, different social studies, and then mm-hmm. health, and then the PE classes. Of course. Yeah, and I hate it. It wasn't bad. It was just like, and they were all white. They had a Swiss Army knife with instructors men. over there. They were all white men, too, which was crazy. But Same, I think. So like yeah, so our high school taught abstinence, and clearly the the <laughs> clearly it did it, not it work. just did not work. And I just want to be like y'all get we're a Catholic school. Oh oh, and then our senior year, one of the priests, he's not teaching there anymore, always talked about abortion and would show pictures of fetuses and how we shouldn't abort babies, knowing that like one of my classmates definitely had that shit done over the summer. And I'm just like, well, this has got to be awkward. I mean, they they preaching it, they talking their doctrine. Which is crazy to me because I'm just like, you're, what uh, you're teaching is judgment, which is the last thing that God said to do. But that's, so who are you to sit here and pass judgment and to teach us this in class? It's nothing but judgment. It's, I was so ir- It's I nothing was so but annoyed. judgment. And How I, do I make you feel bad so that you go and uh, go and be a better person? I probably want to be like, y'all, we really need to change this curriculum up a little bit. Like, I ain't changing shit. And he's not teaching there anymore, but I really hope they're not you know, forcing the whole abortion thing like don't get an abortion adopt do this or whatever because it's just awkward being in high school with your classmate and they're pregnant and you're like girl you do any day now she she was i think she might have missed our graduation because yeah. the baby was due like the week of graduation yeah. so i don't think she walked yeah them teachers basically looking at you like you know what it is yeah you know what we're about and i'm just like Y'all are doing, y'all are doing you a terrible job. You thought we was going to swip up? I was like, y'all doing a terrible job. Y'all doing a terrible job. Y'all really should teach these kids how to have safe sex. Mm-mm. Okay, if anything, let my mama come in there because my sex talk was horrible. Giving them the same <laughs> thing that they, that they said, oh, it worked for me. It's like, but it didn't my work for somebody My mom's sex else. talk was, Jasmine, I'm not worried about you getting pregnant. We can always handle that. You know, but she was like, but the day you have sex without a condom, you will get full blown AIDS and you will die. Damn. That was my sex talk. Damn. I went. I was like, "Well, mom, that's not how that works." I was like, "HIV, and if you don't get it taken care of, then it turns into." Ooh. Either way. Then it then it then it turns into you know, and she was just like, "No, you will get full blown AIDS and you will go to the nunnery or they'll pray over your body and watch you die." I'm allergic. I was like, "I'm allergic to penicillin," and so. uh <laughs> Once I found that out and found out what was going on around here, I was like, I'm straight. Oh, when I came to Birmingham, first thing I saw was syphilis. syphilis billboard. Yeah, and, and I said, was like, no, yo. No, the commercial. Syphilis is back. I said, where'd it go? <laughs> where'd it go, y'all? I was I was like, nope. Y'all ain't gonna catch me up in here. I was like, I'm allergic to this shit. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is scary. I was like, and I got something I was scary? like, y'all out here like, like yeah, that? Yeah. Doing this? Mm-hmm. I was like, no, no, no. Condoms on deck everywhere. I just wasn't, mm. I wasn't, I wasn't playing that. And I, mean, it, I thought they was joking, man. I was, in high school, no. I remember seeing that billboard. I was like, oh, this is wild. No, I was, 
who you telling as somebody that came from Atlanta, which is like, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. we know about Atlanta's sex history. Coming from Atlanta to Birmingham, and it's like, boom, syphilis. <laughs> you thought you were safe? I was like, I mean, at least it's curable. But now you got STDs that once were curable, aren't curable anymore, like gonorrhea and chlamydia. Now you got super gonorrhea and chlamydia, which are um, not... Uh, like certain like antibiotics don't work on them anymore. Jesus. Yeah, antibiotic resistant. God damn. Yes. Yes. Oof. And apparently, like SCD skyrocketed during COVID. That's not shocking. During lockdown and stuff. That is not shocking at all. I'm like y'all just like just fucking. Pretty much. During the pandemic, without without any kind of protection. Yeah, these folks was bored, didn't know what to do, so there was like there was a there was a lot of COVID babies. There are there a lot of people I know got pregnant during COVID and got divorced. Yeah. And happened at the same time sometimes. It, it was a great change. It, not great as in yeah, like, awesome, but great as in it was a great change up. COVID brought out a, a lot of change. Not, mm. as in, not just in the workforce. COVID, <laughs> COVID remixed a whole lot of shit. And they call it like the great reset or whatever. Damn, shit, not it's the remix. Man, okay. Re- okay. It's the remix. <laughs> okay. Okay, Diddy. <laughs> It's are the we, remix. Are we getting a bad boy remix? Take is that, that what we're doing? Take, take, take that, that. Take that. Take that. <laughs> oh. I love how we like talked about our weekend and then we talked about STDs all in under 30 minutes. Hey, man. It, this is how our... In Aliens. Uh, li- this, is, this is literally... There's no theme to this episode. We're just talking shit. Life. We're just talking shit today because I didn't come up with a theme because I had other shit going on. Um, I mentioned my anxiety. How I'm going back. I have to go back therapy. Speaking of, you know how hard it is to find a black female therapist in Birmingham. I feel like there'd be a lot of them. There are, but they're not because mm. I say that because some of them aren't accepting new clients. Oh, and then I have to do my research. I got to Google. I got to yeah. make sure I look at you. You look. I got to make sure I see you. What you look like before I go. We're dating right now. Okay, this is the <laughs> dating process. I have to vet you. Right, which is hard. So I got to spend time doing that again. So. Cause I looked at things like BetterHelp and like online therapy stuff, mm-hmm. and that's just expensive. It is. That's why I was like, I'm just gonna go the uh, the you know the traditional route with my insurance because King get that good insurance. Which is, I feel like the the request for assistance increased. Yeah, yeah. I think COVID definitely yeah, so and over also, the past three years. Again, COVID has really changed like those mindsets. Like people have started more thinking about their mental health, where they want to be. And I've always been a very supporter, a good a, a proponent of, yeah, proponent? Supporter? Supporter, yeah, of we therapy. We got there eventually. Yeah, I was going to get there eventually. I haven't had coffee, so we, we're getting there. But I definitely have always been a supporter of therapy, mental health, just because, I mean, your brain is a muscle. You need to work it out just like anything else you have. So, yeah, so that's what I'm doing. That's my process right now. I'm going through the process trying to find a black female Therapist. I mean, but you recognize that recognizes my insurance. No, I'm talking about you recognize the need for. You recognize the need for help. Yeah, and you actually did something about it. Like I need it. Like I. But it's. I'm saying you got a lot of people that will recognize that shit, and it's and like, it. and they and they ignore it. It's like, man, I need to do this. Or they just have a bandaid on it. Like I'm healed. You can't slap a bandaid on a broken leg. Bro, it's like, why are you delaying this? It's gonna make it worse. Exactly. And so, yeah. So, because I did do therapy for a while, then I stopped. Not because of things that just, I just stopped. I mean, I'm going to question that. And now I'm like, okay, I need to go back. This is one of those things is like um, like a checkup. Like how you get your car maintenance on, you got to get your body maintenance on. <laughs> so, I'm just saying, speaking of, I need to get my car maintenance done too, like in the next, 
after between this drive to Huntsville and then the drive to Atlanta, I got like two more weeks after that, then I hit the mileage. Get your maintenance on. All I heard was get, uh, get your shine on. <laughs> but no, but oh, speaking of car maintenance, knock on wood, car be paid off in June. Touche. Congrats. Uh, yeah. Oh, also another thing too that's hard to look for insurance. So me and Ken had to look for. I think we talked about this in the last episode. New insurance. Are oh, you talking about for the house? For the house and for my car, because I want to bundle everything in. And oh my god, like y'all, insurance is a ripoff. <laughs> like it is such a. I feel like about health insurance too sometimes, because I still got a bill for my. So I told y'all. I don't know if I told y'all this. I found a lump in my right armpit. When I checked out a couple of times, a couple of scans. Since I'm not in the age yet to get a mammogram, they couldn't treat it as like a wellness visit. Had to be done, had to be labeled as di- diagnostic just for, just for my insurance to even like That's consider wild. covering it. And what would have cost me almost a thousand dollars is now just I just got to pay eighty dollars. But I have two health, I have two racket. health insurances. Two, I have one for my job, and then I'm also on Ken's health insurance. And I'm thinking, oh, I got two insurances. I probably don't have to pay anything. Boy, was I wrong. And I'm just like, again, insurance, both health insurance, then like regular insurance for your car house is such a scam. Everything. Anything I feel like that's required is some bullshit. It is such a scam because I'm just like, I shouldn't have to pay to look after my health, which is in the end going to save y'all money in the long run. Because if God forbid, if I did have cancer, I caught it like stupid early. That way, you know, it won't cost the insurance as much money as it would have to treat me. I, I, I feel like healthcare in America is nothing but a racket. A lot of shit. I feel, I feel that way about a lot of stuff. Mainly insurance. I definitely feel that way about healthcare. Uh, randomly, I feel like uh, there's some shit with food also. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because certain, certain foods are banned in other countries. But here, come on, we'll take it. We'll eat it. But also, I feel like... Uh, we waste a lot of shit. We do. You ever know, like you ever go to a restaurant and it's like, hey, I want this. It's like, damn, but this this costs more than what I feel like it should. And they mm-hmm. bring it to you, and I'm like, bro, it's a lot of fucking food. Yeah, and it's then, like, can I get half of this? And then also, like in certain states, you can't. They have to throw it away. They can't give it to the homeless shelter, yeah. which I think is fucked up. Because I mean, I don't. I feel like you shouldn't throw away Dale. Like like for like I think Panera, they 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 donate their yeah, bread. Yeah, at they the do, end. they would donate it. Yeah. Okay. Because I mean, like, who for eating all them damn bagels and all that bread? It's a lot of stuff, man. And all that pasta. Some pasta. of that stuff has got to go by the end of the day. Honestly, I don't think we, did we. I don't think we threw anything out at the end of the night. We would reuse it for for later, except for anything that was baked got donated. Okay, I was gonna look at you like what? No, 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 no. <laughs> like, uh, so like, you mean tell me I I got there at five a. I got there at six a.m. and I was eating yesterday's bagels? No, 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 no. All the breads and stuff was fresh. Okay. And that's good to know, but but no, I definitely feel like I don't know. I was having all these thoughts or whatever in my head about like stuff like this, and then I also feel like sometimes marriage, like people get married because it's a business, because it's cheaper for them to be married than to be single. And I feel from? like I feel like this. I'm thinking like because I was talking to somebody, they were just like the grocery stores, food items, things that we need. It's not set up for a single person, like money wise. Explain. So like the groceries that we get. Huh. Sometimes, like, you just need, like, probably four eggs, maybe three. You don't need, like, six. You don't need a whole dozen. You don't need stuff that's going to feed your family of four. Um, just getting, like, lettuce and getting, like, certain foods. I feel like I have to cook all this before it goes bad. You do. And it's just me. It doesn't last long. It doesn't. 
And I feel like I said, I feel like even like the way the housing market is set up, the way your bills are set up, a sick for a single person to pay all this shit, it's expensive. That's why I feel like people either move in because it's cheaper. Oh, you're saying. Or they get married because of health insurance. So you're saying kind of like from a cohabitation standpoint? Yes. Okay. It's just cheaper to not even have a roommate, which is great, but somebody just having like y'all moving together. Like I'm, I know somebody who got would married you say they're at, health insurance. Damn. Okay. Whoa. Okay. I see your argument now. Because I was trying, I was confused. I was like, mm. they could definitely do all this together, but that it also is more of like a a roommate situation. Yeah. But uh, I, I I see what you're saying. Like I feel like marriage now has turned to a business. It's it's um, always been a business. It's, it's always beca- it's always been a business dealing because you're converting two ho- two two homes into one. But once it came from being able to provide, I'll say, all for one. Yeah, Street now income. it's a need. Now, 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 it's both. now it's both, and you have to survive. Like hearing some of my friends who are single, who literally have their own house, buying their own stuff, and they're just like, "Yeah, it's hard out here." Like they, yeah. I hate it when things are always got annoyed. And they're like, "Well, you should be happy. You have somebody that can like split that with you." I'm like, "Y'all, he lives in a whole other city. Mm-hmm. We got two. He has a whole other household he has to take care of." So no, <laughs> I said. I said no. I am kind of in the same boat as you. <laughs> it's uh, but that's not a new phenomenon. Like this is that's just shit that's just been happening slowly over time, and unfortunately, this shit has sped up in the past in our lifetime. Yeah, it has. And I just again, like I, it's crazy to me because I know people who decided to take on the marriage role because they are were looking for financial stability, looking to be able to buy a house looking to be able to because i know this is so weird that when you're married it's like a whole different world opens up yeah but i mean they you got a lot of people that get married for different reasons mm-hmm. maybe they got married for the business dealings yeah but then when the business dealings ended what what was after that i'm not gonna lie it's nice being able to go on a trip you know i don't have to pay for all this by myself yeah that's like that's like always like i was like okay i'm like i got i got this one meal king got this other meal king has all the meals i'm just here <laughs> i'm just here enjoying life yeah, folks get married for different reasons, man. And then people judge them based off of. Uh, it's just I feel like it's just more expensive to be single. It is though. It's, I read an article. It's, it's, it's more, more expensive, expensive to, to live. It, it is. is more expensive to just live. Period. And it's it's not getting better, and I don't see it getting any better. It's like you can all. It's like we all you know holler and whine about it or make noise about it, but it's like what changes have y'all made to interact that? Because right now you're just stomping your feet, throwing a tantrum. And then, and then we're, all we do is talk about it. Yep. All we do is like that, like right now. We may we listen to podcasts about it and mm-hmm. they're complaining about it. Mm-hmm. See the people complaining all the time though, especially about married people. We did watch Marlon's stand up last night. Oh yeah. It was funnier than God Chris loves Rock. me. It was much funnier than Chris Rock's. Ken did not fall asleep <laughs> like he did with Chris Rock. It's I got comfortable. Chris Rock puts you to sleep every damn time, Ken. It's. Damn, that sounds bad. He does. I like Chris Rock. Live and then you fell asleep in his live show. I was so tired, man. We this is the second stand up we watched on I Netflix, was so tired. and you <laughs> fell asleep on that one and on this one. I was so tired. You just be falling asleep on Chris Rock, and I, honestly, I don't blame you. All he does is complain, complain. Like he just sounds like an angry old black man, Should and he, I'm pretty he sure be. he has an issue with black women. Cause he stayed talking about his ex-wife and also mentioning his daughter sometimes in his last stand-up. I just think Chris don't like black women. I think he has an issue with black women. <laughs> I really do. Mm-hmm. But Marlon, so if you haven't watched Marlon stand-up on HBO Max, you should definitely check it out. It was really funny. It's called God Loves Me. 
and I love how he brings that thing back around and like all his yeah. jokes. And it's lucky it is the whole hour centered around Will and Jada. The whole the whole, whole thing. thing. Will needs to be collecting checks. He needs a percentage <laughs> of all. He needs of some y'all. royalties. He needs off some y'all. royalties. Okay, every time y'all mention Will and Jada, the nigga should get a dollar. And he'll be a millionaire twice over, okay? Mm. Because y'all are making money off this man. And I'm I'm low-key tired of y'all talking about Big Willie. I love Will Smith. But it was... But his perspective of it is what made it so funny. It was funny. It, it was, was like this never would have happened had this scenario happened. And it wasn't mean because Chris Mm-mm. Rock was mean. He called her a bitch. He said this and that. And I just did not appreciate that. I mean, I... I after you get smacked on TV, I feel like whatever reaction happens, I'm like, hey, I don't care. I still whether think, I agree with it or not, it's valid. I still think it was well, it was a well deserved slap because he'd been coming for Chris. He'd been coming for Will and Jada. For Will years. slapped that man like he was not where he was at. Will the way slapped, he walked up was he like he slapped him backstage. That is what that looked like a backstage slap. It should have been done. It should have been handled backstage. He should have walked up to Chris backstage after he won Best Actor with the Oscar in his hand. Said, "Bitch, don't ever do that shit again." Really. And the way Marlon talked about that shit, we all had the same reaction. Yes, he was talking about how, like, because, so apparently, like, one of the jokes, and I don't want to give away too much of it, but yeah. one of the jokes was he talked about how Will Smith was, like, the white, the pretty much how white people built his career. Like, I mean, we support, as black people, we support We definitely support it. We support it, but white America lifted this man him. up, embraced him. Because Marlon made a point. At one point in time, there was only enough room for one black actor. He said we were all going for the same roles, all going for this. He was like, it, it was one point, it was his brother Keenan, and it was Wesley Snipes there. For, it was Denzel for a little bit. It was Eddie Murphy was for a long time one of the only ones in mainstream white America mm-hmm. making these movies. And you know, we all know about Denzel. It's Denzel, Denzel. Then you got Samuel Jackson. But now there's a whole lot more of black men, black women were Which coming I up, but there's more black men. Most of them are, are British, but <laughs> um, but there are more of black men now in movies and TV and mainstream. Mm-hmm. So for a while, Will Smith was the only was like that guy to go to. He could save the world, <laughs> literally. I mean, didn't he? he yeah, did. he did. He, he did. did. He, he can a couple of times. In a he couple was only of movies. And he made he was the only black dude that ever saved the world. He, uh, well, I mean, you know, Anthony Mackie saving the world now. First. As Captain First. He was the first black man to save the world. Though. First, well, first mainstream like that. I'm pretty sure there might have been some others. Yeah, yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. But so when he said that when the slap happened, white people were like, oh, my God, Will Smith's a nigga. Oh, my Jesus. But <laughs> from our perspective, we were like, nah, you playing. This got to be this got to be a sketch. We all. We, I, remember, I was we, like, that had to be a sketch. Like, Will Smith, what? I was like, damn, Will Smith is a nigga. Yeah, he I is. was like, I told y'all West, that that West that uh West that West Philadelphia came out. But it was, it, it was, was a perspective. Was, and yeah. Hearing people, and it's so weird hearing the two sides talk about that slap even a year later. And I'm just like, I didn't see a big deal about it. I mean, Will Smith was. I always, I will stick to my. I'll always stick to this. He was protecting Jada because that joke was not warranted. As somebody like Chris Rock, who made a whole documentary about black women's hair. You should know to never joke on a black woman's hair. Was in, in my mind that joke was corny as fuck. He should have just skipped, he should have stayed on on task. He should have read the teleprompter. He he should never venture off script. <laughs> okay, this is a prime example of why you should never go off script. 
Uh, and I honestly think that slap was warranted. Now, should it have been done backstage? Yes. But the fact that, and also I think Chris Rock was mad because nobody consoled him. Everybody was looking after Will. Like Tyler Perry and Denzel approached Will right after. It was like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you can't be doing that. I mean, they approached the right guy. It was like, hey, man, you can't be smacking people like this. In, uh... And Chris was like, nobody checked on me to see if I was okay. And oh, okay. I'm the one. I'm like, niggas, stop victim blaming yourself. He, he did get smacked. He did hard. But no. Hard. Yeah, like, yeah. Because that's a big man. I don't care what y'all say. Will Smith is a big ass man. I He got the, he slapped him like well, he was He slapped Muhammad him with Ali. perfect form. You forget who he played, right? Perfect form. The man got boxing skills. He did play one of the greatest boxers of all time. You you don't think that skill stayed 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 with him? Ooh, I ain't man, never seen nobody get. Up. I've never seen nobody get slapped like that. Like open hand, like it was like. And that's pimp, why I say it was a pimp slap. And that's why I say whatever happened, I was like, I mean, it, whatever happens was justified after that. I don't agree with the situation, but I was like, we can't change it now. But we, we in here. I always feel like we talk about their marriage because it's always, I don't say it's always out there, but. It, no, not really. It was, they talk about what they wanted to talk about. Yeah. Everybody don't need to know everything about everyone. But I also, know a lot more about this family. is the reason why we know about this. Had he kept his little punk mouth shut. Or it was Jada for even entertaining this shit. Like. Both parties are wrong, but August should have kept his goddamn mouth shut. Man, look Jada, here. Jada wasn't going to mention it. I know a lot more about this family than I ever wish I would have. I ain't asked for, I, I didn't ask for this information. But they were a different type of black family. They weren't your stereotypical black family. Like, they actually allowed their kids to do what they want to do, feel how they want to feel, dress how they want to feel, be them. And they allowed them to express, say, themselves. express themselves and be themselves in yes. a and black different people, type of way. Black audience was like, oh my God, That's you need to get a. It's because we were never allowed to do that. Yeah, nobody really asked us how we was doing. Yeah. Like, and they actually asked their and they actually And they asked you, and they asked you out of concern, and yes. not just a formality. Because Will said, when Willow was doing, I rocked my hair back and forth doing the tour, he said, you don't have to do this, you don't want to. And Willow was like, I'm tired. I don't and Will was like, all right, we're done. You well, that's because she anymore. went and cut her all her hair off. Yeah. He said, Mister. He said, Jay-Z had did all this stuff. He said, she went upstairs. Had hair, came down, had no hair. He's like, all right, well, I guess we can't do this no more. I mean, no, I think they put a good wig on her and call it a day. Uh, but she was serious enough to she go chop serious. that She was like, off. I don't want to do this no more. Yeah. She goes, it was fun, and now I'm over it. But now she does rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Kind of like her mom. Yeah. It's pretty cute, actually. But I will say Marlon's stand-up was more lighthearted. It was. It does have a few moments where I'm like, mm-hmm. mm. Like you can tell, like, where you going, bro? Yeah, like because okay, so apparently, so Marlon had a crush on Jada. So thing like Jada, pretty much like the men who were talking shit about her, she pretty much chose Will over all these men. Jada was like the Erica Badu of actresses. I would put it that way, which is crazy. She was not in that many films, and I say that not on like a artistry thing. I'll say just more of the mystification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they said in the way and this is like, I've heard multiple people say the way that Jada talks and also seeing her red table talk show and I can get how she can mind fuck the hell out of somebody. <laughs> I'd be mystified by Jada. She had these boys like, swimming. Swimming, okay? But it's so funny because nose wide open. They both were hurt. Like oh, yeah. uh Marlon and Chris were both hurt because Jada didn't not I would say like denied, but she wasn't with their shit. And because she chose Will. Will was like the, I don't want to say compared to the other ones, but he was like a quote unquote corny ass nigga. I feel like that Jada and Pac shit would have been like, 
Oh, unstoppable. <laughs> it would have been a problem. Oh, that would have been a problem. And I would have loved to see it. Somebody said, no, Will, no, Marlon said uh, Tupac's soul got in the wheel that day at the Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he even, Will even said he was jealous of Tupac even after his death. Because like he could never live up to like that. I mean, a lot of people are jealous of Tupac. Like, there's some shoes that people are trying to fill, and I don't know why. It's like, you can't, it's like, you yeah. cannot be this person because no. they are them. And so, but I always, but it was so, it's weird hearing these two stand-ups about the same person and hear their history they have with that person. Yeah. And I'm just like, y'all sound like some hurt niggas. Like, why y'all still, like, Marlon, you got married, had kids, got caught, you know, your wife with a white woman on a boat in France. <laughs> got divorced. He said he was hurt. And, and yeah, like, and then, but Chris also apparently went after Jada. Jada said no. And he been coming after her ever since. Which I don't blame you, Jada. I mean, Chris Rock is not an attractive man. He looks like the thing from Ice Age. You know, like the... Hey, yo, you wild. That's what he looks like. He's so he's always... And he's just loud. You are wild. And little. So I'm glad you chose Will Smith. You know, he's tall, muscular. Chris but, Rock can never do those things. His, just the way he started with saying, I'm the reason why Chris Rock is as big as he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, that had me rolling. Because I'm going to get you Sucker Lily is one of my favorite movies. So we're not going to get too much away about stand-up. Right. So I want you to watch the stand-up, y'all. But he pretty much talks about the history of how Chris Rock got his... Chris Rock pretty much became a star because Marlon couldn't get out of school. Because he couldn't get out of school. <laughs> and for those that don't know, Keenan Ivory Waynes, his brother, it was the director for I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. The part that Chris Rock has was supposed to go to Marlon, but Marlon couldn't get out of school. Yeah. His mama said he came to school. His mama said he could miss school, and we'll leave it at that. Yes. And from there, it just took off. Yep. And I was like, karma's a bitch, Chris. It was funny. And I can totally see why Marlon was like, God loves me. <laughs> but then Marlon was like, had he slapped me though, it wouldn't have I wouldn't have been nice about it. Yeah, no, it was I'm just like, bro, I don't care what y'all say. Will's a big dude who knows how to box. He will put them hands on you. I don't give a damn. But check it out. Definitely check watch it. It, it was funny. It, it caught my attention. There were a few things I didn't like he said about Jada. Like I'm tired of y'all always making fun of her appearance and being bald. She has alopecia. She can't do shit about it. Leave her alone. Um, so, but that's like he made like one or two jokes about her appearance I didn't like. But other than that, though, I definitely it was a much better stand up than Chris Rock's. Chris Rock just seemed hurt and bitter and upset. He was, he probably, he was all of those. You got smacked with, with perfect, with a 10 out of 10 form for the entire world to see. I think it Marlon because the way that Marlon described that slap, he was like, he didn't see that coming. He was Dude, like the he, wound up was just <laughs> <laughs> Shit, again. Man. We all thought it was a sketch. Shit. Black America thought it was a sketch. Like what? But then when Will he sat down into and his said childhood and smacked him. But when he sat down and said, "Keep my wife's name out my out your fucking mouth," I was like, "Oh, he for oh, real? He for real? He for real?" Yeah. I was like, "Oh my god!" And you got you got Lapita behind them, like, "Oh my god!" The ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but no, but I, I will say that was very entertaining. That was, I was like, the one time I didn't watch the Oscars. <laughs> Speaking of the Oscars, I didn't watch it last weekend. Because we were watching The Wire. We were watching so The Wire. So your favorite co-host over here finally started watching The Wire. Wait, before we get into The Wire and how I feel about it. R.I.P. I want to say on the Oscars real quick because fuck the Oscars. Angela Bassett should have won the Oscar. Jamie Lee Curtis was in that movie for 10 minutes. 
I don't think it was. And then the, the actual supporting actress in that film didn't even get nominated. Yes. And so I'm like, hmm, Academy, you did it again. It reminds me of Eddie Murphy when he was supposed to win the Oscar for Dreamgirls. He got every award that season but that Oscar. It went to the old guy from Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah. And I was like, hmm. Yeah. Uh, we're doing this again, Oscars. We're, you, you were doing so well. So why, are you so, why, why are people surprised by people doing bullshit like this? Because I'm going to tell you, Angela Bassett, honestly, I realized the Academy was bullshit through Leonardo DiCaprio. That man should have minimum four Oscars. He, he got one Oscar for the movie where he didn't even speak. Did he get one for Shutter Island? No. Damn. He he. That I'm telling you, between Shutter Island, because I still don't know how the fuck that movie ended for real, for real. What? And it's no, no. I'm talking about how like like how it ended. It was like this is trippy. He been here this whole time. He's Bro. been he's a patient in the asylum. Yeah. That one, Inception. Um. Oh yeah, he was in Inception. Blood Diamond. Mm, his accent was in and out. I didn't watch that one. It was good. Uh, trying to think of another good movie. I haven't seen Revenant. Yeah, that's when he won the Oscar for. I still haven't seen that movie. Tom Hardy also got an Oscar for that role. Tom Hardy had more lines than him. Literally. Every time I think of Tom Hardy, what was that movie with him? Shia, they were bootleggers. Oh, him and Shia LaBeouf. There was like the three brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. That was a good movie. I like that movie. That's the everything. When Every time his name is mentioned, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Not Venom? Uh-uh. Because that was my intro, really, I think, to Tom Hardy. Oh, okay. No, that's a good movie, though. I like that movie. But yeah, so he I was realized buff as shit as Bane. I don't think he, about it. I didn't know he was Bane until you told me. Yeah, well, I didn't I mean, either until somebody because you never saw his face. And they had to put him on stilts. Yeah, I was like, this dude because, big as shit. Because um, what you call it was taller than him. Yeah, um, Christian Bale. Ba- yeah, it was taller. To this day, he's still one of the best Batmans. Mm, ben yeah. Affleck surprised me. Ben Affleck. Okay. But Christian Bale to me is like the number one Batman. I give you that. Like the number one Batman of all times to me. I'm sorry. Had, my favorite. My, before that, I gotta say it might have been Val Kilmer. Yeah, because not because Michael Keaton one was just. It looked like everybody was on cocaine. <laughs> it looked like it was filmed through the lens of somebody that was on cocaine. The more I've, the '80s had to have been a, like a hell of a part, like a hell of a time, because I I like I feel like everybody was on cocaine. Or crack. I mean, I wasn't finna say all or that. Heroin. But I feel like there was a time period in the 70s and the 80s where it was just one time period in mm-hmm. cocaine and everybody had a great time. Life was good. And then Reagan came. Uh, really more Nixon and the drugs. I'd say there was an oil embargo and then it was like parties over. Mm-hmm. But no, but definitely, um, yeah, but, oh yeah, the Oscars. Yeah, I realized that Leon, it was bullshit because Leonardo DiCaprio, he didn't get his just deserve. And then also Denzel. Denzel's only gotten two Oscars. One for best of what is that feedback? You hear this like a like a T whistle sound. Anywho, um, we are recording in Huntsville in Ken's apartment, so we're not even recording like at home in my. Sound I kind of hear it, but I have no idea what that is. Yeah, but um, I will say I will say Denzel only got two: mm-hmm. best supporting actor for Glory, and then for his role in Training Day. Yeah. Denzel should have at least three Oscars at this <laughs> point in his career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you, feel like Samuel Jackson should have at least two. Yeah, but they'd be on some bullshit. They do, and so I—that's why I was like, I was shocked, but I wasn't shocked when Angela Bassett didn't get her Oscar because she did the thing. Okay, it was a good movie. It was a good movie. She had me cry. I had to fast forward through a death scene though. I was like, nope, I watched you die. I watched you die one time in one movie. I ain't doing it again. Mm. I was like, she because she's played so many roles. 
she was Catherine Jackson. She played Mal- she played Malcolm X's wife. She was Rosa Parks. She was Tina fucking Turner. Was she in Boys in the Hood too? Was she Trey's mom? I have to Google that because I've never seen Boys in the Hood. Uh-huh. I've never seen that movie in my life. I think my first Angela Bassett movie. It wasn't waiting to exhale. I know that. I'm still I, trying to process your last statement. Yeah, I've never re- seen Boys in the Hood. I've seen like Ricky and all that stuff. I ain't never seen like that actual movie. You, it came out before I was even born, bro. Like, I I still I still ain't seen the unedited version of New Jack City. I've only seen the BET version. Are you are you shocked? No. I was say you should not be shocked because this is who you're talking to. No, not really. I was about to say you should not be shocked at all. I think what was was she? What was we talking about before you pulled me back oh, to the wire? The wire, the yeah. The wire, the wire. Yeah, I just started watching the wire, and I'm on season four. And oh my god, it is a best TV show ever made. <laughs> Bless you. Oh, excuse me, y'all. Best TV. Yeah, sh- Vampire in Brooklyn was my first Eddie Murphy <laughs> and Angela Bassett movie. Vampire in Brooklyn was my first. I did not know it was going to be that one. It was my first Angela oh, Bassett. And I was trying to think, what was my first Eddie Murphy movie? Vampire in Brooklyn and the same oh, thing with Angela Bassett. My first Eddie movie had to have been 40, maybe another 48 hours. Then Beverly Hills Cop, I think. That movie is but not no, Or was it The now. Golden Child? That movie is not. I was really liked Vampire in Brooklyn. Was it the golden? That was a child. good movie. It's somewhere between another forty-eight hours, a golden child, and a Beverly Hills Cop. I am so watching this this Halloween. And then the Nutty Professor. He had a whole type of like career change from where he was at in the eighties to the nineties. Apparently, Eddie Murphy produced this. Produced what? Vampires in Brooklyn. It was part of his um, production company. That's funny. And he wrote it. Hey, I, I enjoyed Do- <laughs> I enjoyed Dolomite and uh, Coming to America too. Oh, Charlie! So Charlie Murphy did the screenplay, and Eddie Murphy was like the story. But <laughs> I loved it. I love it. Then that's a good movie. But no, but I started watching the. We're jumping around everywhere. So I started watching The Wire. Um, definitely started looking up like West, like Baltimore after the fact, like after The Wire ended, to see if anything changed in the neighborhoods. I mean, you're technically still not done. I'm not done, but I, I don't know if I'm going to finish. Man. Because it's so rough. Like, it now is. I'm on the season but with the children. Yeah. And just, That's, yeah. and the stories of Randy and Dookie and Michael are just so sad. Like, I know how it plays out in the end for Dookie mm-hmm. and for Michael, because I watched like, the very last episode with you. Yeah. So I remember how, like, like how they turn out. Um, It was weird seeing Idris Elba play stringer bell it was that was so the intro weird. but the, what was crazy is that you could hear that british accent come through every, every now, now and then, then but you yes. didn't know yes and because when i knew who he was by that time he was i already knew he was british see i didn't he went from the wire to daddy's little girls to uh, luther luther and then he was on 106 and park. i was in college he was on 106 and park talking i forgot who he was talking to was, was that Terrence and Roxy? It might have been Terrence and Roxy. And he was talking. I was like, oh, that's so-and-so. And I turned the TV up. I was like, this man British? Kind of like how we all felt about old buddy from Snowfall. Yeah, he was like, and I'm a DJ. I was like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. No, like Idris Elba got talent. That's a multi-talented I had man. no idea. Still will love for him to be 007. It never, it never happened just because we wanted to be. He, it's been talk, he said it's been talked about so much. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. That the mystery of it just, just went away. That man had a low cut, had that Caesar looking like CJ from uh, San Andreas. And that's how I pictured him. And I wasn't expecting to hear, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
uh, he had like a he had like a scrappy British accent. It wasn't like mm. your typical British accent. It's not like the proper one you're used to hearing. But I he plays a great villain. He does. He really does. He also yeah. plays a good guy. If he he's he, good in his roles. He does. He's, I like to play, me. He's a good anti-hero. Yeah, Hobbs and Shaw, the bad yeah. guy he played. I was like, oh, he's. Oh, he's he is a problem. He's a menace. He also yeah. was a bad guy in the Star Trek movie. And Stringle Bell. He was. Mm-hmm. He was. I love how you asked me that. I forgot. Me. I forgot. I forgot about that. <laughs> he was. He's been a bad guy in a lot of films. It, but he he plays his roles well. I think Daddy's Little Girl might have been. No, no. And also, he also was in This Christmas. Oh, yeah. He was the long lost oldest son. I wouldn't say long lost. He's more of the prodigal son. Yeah. Who pretty much followed in his daddy's footsteps. Yeah. And his mama didn't like it. Yeah. So yeah, so that was my intro to Idris Elba. Damn, for real, for real, was this Christmas? Like I knew of him, but I've never seen him act Damn. until this Christmas. But the wire, like the wire, is great because you're literally going to experience every emotion. And I am sitting here like, damn. And things are—they still have these problems to this day. And I'm oh, just, yeah. and I think this season is hard for me to finish because it's about the children. And I've always felt like kids are always to be off limits. Kids shouldn't be exposed to this kind of lifestyle. But these kids are living it. They're in it. They're selling the drugs. They're doing the drugs. They are like experiencing. They didn't have a choice. They didn't. Like you, like you, as a child, you don't have a choice in a lot of shit. You and don't. It's, it's and seeing how some of these parents were like on drugs. While raising these kids, didn't yeah. care. They care more about the drugs, like where to get their next high from. But then also, you felt for Bubbles, who kept trying to get out the lifestyle. But he, he also he also would pick up. He also would have like a little homie every now and then. Yeah. Um. The white the white boy died. Yeah. Because he didn't want to like give up that life, and and he was like, you need to you need to slow down, you need to slow down. But bro. that's the, they portrayed added junket addict life. Yes. And then uh, I forgot the actor's name, but he said he played the role so well while they were shooting the the show. Andre Royal. Somebody gave him crack, like real life crack. He said, boy, you need this more than I do. He was like, I didn't know how to take it. <laughs> it's like, is this it, a compliment? Like, it's a compliment, but then he was like, you know what? I looked at this as my hood Oscar. <laughs> because he played that role. And it surprises me that like a lot, and a lot of them went on and do like Okay, a lot great, of other a things. lot of great things because Ken didn't realize that um McNulty was King was a uh, Prince Charles in the in the Crown because I was like yeah. Kenny's, I was like Kenny's British he was like the, the, what the Wire <laughs> went from HBO went from the Wire to Treme so they had a really good run with uh, displaying stuff that was happening mm-hmm. I'll say in the South during these time periods is Baltimore really the South I mean it's according to according to Mason Dixon line. Is it because when Maryland was part of the Union? I mean, they were part of the I don't cons- I mean, see, I, my idea of the South goes from Texas to, to Virginia s- for me. I was Virginia's say t- as high. Virginia's as high as it gets. From I was going to say Texas to Georgia, and no, because you got the Carolinas. It's low key when I was, young me went Texas to Alabama. Wow, that's no. I think when I think of the South, I'm thinking of like this black belt down here. Texas is the South. Texas is Texas. Texas is Texas. I don't count. I don't count Texas and Florida. They're their own separate thing. Yeah, they they're their own little ecosystem. Technically, Texas is Mexico. We just happen to take it from Mexico during the Alamo. Don't say we. Not we, but the white the white Americans. (laughs) But I will for me the South is from Louisiana through Virginia. So Louisiana, Kentucky, Tennessee—I don't even count Missouri in there. I'm still trying to figure out how they're in the SE, the SE, the S, the SEC. SCC. Yeah, SEC. Business. I but, mean, I guess technically, I would say I would say Texas, 
Texas, Louisiana, Tennessee, then this line that goes straight across. <laughs> and then I think it goes to me is up to Virginia. So I wouldn't count Baltimore as the South. I mean, I was trying to be quote unquote geopolitically correct, but mm-hmm. I might be 100% wrong. But I've never really looked at Maryland as the South. I could mean either because they, they weren't part of the Confederacy. Mm-hmm. I don't believe. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. But either way, the, you know, just detailing stuff in life that was happening around the time period and hearing certain music, I was like, I remember where I was at when I first heard this. This is what was going on during all this time. And it's interesting to watch because season two, in my opinion, is very slow. It, it Season two, in my opinion, kind of sets the backstory for everything else. Yeah. When they, and and I say that. Boring season. Ooh, she said it was boring, but season I say two that. Season was boring. But, it was concentrated on the white people. But what just, but they're talking about the importance of basically important ex Imports and exports, in particular, of how the drugs got in. What just happened this year? Last late in the past couple months. That JP Morgan. That JP Morgan boat. That all the cocaine that nobody's heard that we still haven't heard nothing about. Yeah, and they tried to. They're blaming the heavyweight boxer uh, Goran Dragic for it. Mm. But it happened at the port. Everything comes in through the port or the airport. Well, yeah, some type of port. I really typed in JP Morgan coke boat. I think JP Morgan and then it continued with Coat Boat 2022. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. One billion dollar cocaine trafficking charge. Yep. To that, to, that, to, that, to that wrestler. I mean, to that boxer. Yeah. And uh, I think they said that thing was destined for Europe. I think either Italy or the, or the Balkans, somewhere up in there. It had nearly 20 tons of cocaine on board. Boy, that's a lot. Where was that going? It happened July 2019. Yeah. It was going to Europe. And it was owned by JP Morgan. Yeah, it was going to Europe. And, and guess and guess where it was seized at? Boston, Philly, uh, somewhere up in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. But you see how it's like you you watch it, and then you're watching the stuff play out in real life around the same. You know, in this twenty, thirty year later time period, and I'm like, dude, this shit has not changed. Like what they was talking about was heroin, meth, and cocaine, and now it's fentanyl. Yeah, which is crazy because. People are saying that like fentanyl's getting to the country through like immigrants, or whatever. Nah, there's some there's some white folks that's bringing that bringing that fentanyl in here. Yeah, yeah but you know, amazing. also the drug, the whole like war on drugs, or whatever. Now that is impacting Susie and her friends. Oh, now we gotta do something about it. Now we gotta come up with these drug, all these drug programs. And see, when it when it wasn't in your neighborhood, it wasn't a problem. So you mm-hmm. don't do nothing about it. It became a other, but then once it affected you, it became hey, we should come together. It's like. Hey, you got something that's affecting your, part of your community, and your and your your response was, "Oh, we need to lock them up. They've got problems." But the minute you know something shows up on your doorstep, it's, "I need help." Yeah, and it's like, bro, these people were screaming at the same time, and you were offering them no mercy, no help. And now were- that it's here, it's like, "Hey, I need mercy. I need lenience." And it's like, what is it that? I mean, I ain't gonna say what is it. You clearly see the bullshit for what it is, but it's like, how did? You you pretty much allowed you know one side of your citizens to be affected and the other side to, just to be okay just because you said this is okay. Mm-hmm. And before and again it was oh it's their problem it's not our problem right and that's the bullshit. And I'm like no this is everybody's problem because it affects it's everybody. Affect everybody. It's crazy. Ah. Uh, but it's yeah man the wires uh mm, yeah man the wires dope. I am I'm getting into it. The wires dope. Uh, yeah, you should yeah. definitely finish it. But yeah. I got to say, like, the season three, was it season three or season four where they made New Hampshire? Uh, season three. 
that episode where Bubbles was walking around at night, night and that and shit was, was like wild. it was like the night of the living basically the night of the living zombies. Yes, there night was, of the, zo- the zombies. No, we should do we should do a whole breakdown of the of the wire. Um, I mean, I ain't from Baltimore. I mean, I can finish it. Like, about, the, about the episodes, like, I got you. the seasons. I got once I finish it. Like that shit was terrifying, man. Like even the way it's shot, the way it's shot makes it look like yo, this is this is chaotic. It really was, and I will say, like also, like I prefer. I don't know, like this was way better than Power. It's different. Like it's, it's, different. it's different. Like it's yeah. a different type of writing. Now and we people do. want to compare this to Snowfall. I'm like, bro, they're different stories. I like, gotta watch Snowfall because this happened. Snowfall happened in the '80s before yeah. all this. This mm-hmm. was like cell phones being a thing in uh in, in the wire. This is that Zach Morris cell phone back to the Nokia one. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I gotta watch Snowfall, and then we gotta watch BMF. Season two finished today. I guess we gotta we gotta binge watch BMF. All right, y'all. So. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta race to it's watch. It's about time to wrap up. Does race finna start? So and, uh, thank y'all for keeping us occupied while we get ready to watch the race. Hey, and you know it's finna be springtime. You know, uh, you know, get your antihistamines and check. You know, for for the pollen that's finna be in your face. Yeah, once this cold snap goes away. Yeah, cause this 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 shit's weird. All right, bye. but uh, you know, welcome spring and have your good time. All right, bye y'all. Bye, I, gotta, y'all. I, gotta, I gotta watch Mercedes be mediocre. Goodbye.